Hello, it's me, Lynn Shatton, your host and producer, and this is the Treehouse Letter, where we rise above the tedium. So join me for a minute in the Treehouse. Today's podcast is titled, Belief is a Powerful Elixir. Believe in me, and I can do anything. It's a powerful thing, belief. If a person believes in you, you can move mountains. As a child, when I asked why I had bent fingers, my mother told me that I was musical. Huh? Why are my pinkies bent? Always the same. It means you're good at music, like your father. His pinkies were bent. He played guitar and he played piano by ear. Maybe the opposite is true. Disbelief can destroy. Though there are those who rise up to prove someone wrong. More often than not, I imagine it destroys. I read this some time ago, but remembered the passage, hoping that it would inspire me to be a better mom, a better person. Maya Angelou writes about her mother when they were out walking together. On the corner of Fillmore in Fulton Streets, her mother says, Baby, I've been thinking, and now I am sure you are the greatest woman I've ever met. Angelou continues, my mother was five feet, four inches to my six foot frame. I looked down at the pretty little woman and her perfect makeup and diamond earrings who owned a hotel and was admired by most people in San Francisco's black community. She continued, you are very kind and very intelligent and those elements are not always found together. Mrs. Eleanor Roosevelt, Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune and my mother. Yes, you belong in that category. Here, give me a kiss. And that's an excerpt from Letter to My Daughter by Maya Angelou, an essay collection. And the chapter title is Mother's Long View. Now that's an impressive thing to tell your child. So much so, Angelou writes exactly where she heard it, describing the smell of vinegar in the air from the pickle factory. Sealed with a kiss. You don't forget that sort of thing. It wasn't enough to say it. Her mother believed it. Was I capable of saying such a thing to another person, much less my children? They suffered rebukes and nagging and criticism. There's a kind of tide that rises beneath the keel and lifts us on our journey. And this belief sustained Angelou, something she hoped to pass on to all the thousands of her daughters, as she writes, that she touches with her writing not only the one she gave birth to. Giving such a gift is not a skill that I've learned well. It is one I want to try because, well, that's how skills develop. They require practice. My mother's belief or clever answer about my bent fingers was a ruse of a sort. I know my limitations at the keyboard, but I have practiced piano most of my life. I think of it as practice because Perfection is something I leave to the concert pianist, the performer. I do not perform for others and have not learned to memorize. I have learned to interpret music and practice works I love. This February, I've been recording songs at the piano to send to family and friends, 28 imperfect pieces. This is low stress and enjoyable since I'm just playing for myself in the room. When I'm okay with the recording, 
usually the first or second time, I send it along because music is better when it's heard. Friends are grateful if surprised to receive an audio video of simple pop arrangements or classics. My friend John wrote last night about two pieces I sent, a Ravel and a Chopin. You truly are gifted coming into full blossom of many talents later in life, as many of us instead shrivel. <laughs> he is kind, of course, and grateful. I don't see these as the gift he imagines, because they are the natural outgrowth of someone of average talent with decades of practice and life experience. I am more tortoise than hare, a late bloomer. The gift may be one from my parents, a father's love for music which I inherited, and a work ethic installed early on by both parents. Playing piano is something I have done for longer than anything else, it seems, though writing is catching up. My mother's belief has staying power, and belief is a powerful elixir. That's the end of today's podcast. Please check out treehouseletter.com if you want to read the footnotes, or what I call the Easter egg, um, about memoir essays and creative nonfiction and why they are the most interesting history. And this idea of February funkies or funky feb, um, funky with K-E-Y, K-E-Y-S as a play on the piano, and the motivation that inspired that from a daily flash fiction challenge. Um, as always, thank you for listening.